Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to our ministry series. Uh, first of all, we would like to ask if everybody has an outline. If you don't have one, raise your hand. We have some over here, and then somebody will get you one. And also a pen. Please, if you have a pen, pull it out. It's always very good to take notes. At the end, we always have a, a time for sharing, for overflow, so it's good to take notes. Uh, so tonight we're continuing on the book of Leviticus. We've been covering Leviticus this semester, and we've been covering the offerings in the first chapters of Leviticus. And tonight we come to the fifth offering this semester, the peace offering. And before that, it will be good to have a little review of the first four, which are there. And uh, maybe one, one of you could stand up and give us a very brief review of the first four offerings. Maybe we can start by saying Christ as the reality of the burnt offering, and then one or two sentences, the significance of this, this aspect of Christ. So who would like to do it? The first four offerings. Anybody? All right. Both, 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 yeah. Jason and TK? Oh. Oh, no, I thought, I thought you were saying to. Okay. Go for it, Jason. Uh, okay, so Christ is the reality of burnt offering uh, because he is absolute for God. Amen. Uh, and we are not. Right. Um, Christ is the reality of the meal offering um, because uh, that entails uh, his fine humanity. Um, and then he's the reality of a sin offering. Amen. Um, that takes care of who we are and our sin nature. Right. And it is the reality of the trespass offering uh, for our sins that we commit and the things that we do. Amen. That's right. Very good. One more. Anybody else? Yeah. Anybody else want to try? First four offerings. A sister, maybe? I'll try it. Okay. Another brother. <laughs> okay. The is the reality of the work offering. Yes. Amen. The meal offering is Christ the reality meal offering because he he's the one that satisfies us. Amen. Oh, because of his divine humanity. Amen. Christ is the reality of the sin offering because of our sin nature, who we are. Right. Christ is the reality of the trespass offering because of our trespasses. Amen. Very good. <clears throat> so as we have been seeing, Christ is the reality of all these five offerings. Each one of them shows us different aspects of Christ. And tonight we're going to see the peace offering. And Christ as the reality of the peace offering is our peace. He is our peace toward God and also toward one another. And so the peace offering, we can say that it's the issue of enjoying Christ as all these four offerings. The issue or the result in our experience is enjoying Christ as a peace offering. This first two, mainly we see the aspect of God being satisfied. The reality of the burnt offering is absoluteness for God and He is pleased. He's satisfied. Also with the meal offering. God is so pleased in Jesus, in His humanity, when we partake of it. And here, all of our problems 
have been solved. The problem of our sin and our nature dealt with on the cross. And the problem of all of our transgression sins also taken care of. So on God's side, He's satisfied. On our side, all of our problems have been solved. So now we can have peace to have fellowship with God. Uh, a crucial thing with the peace offering is fellowship. This offering is for us to have fellowship with God and with one another. And we're going to get a little more into this matter of fellowship. So um, let's go ahead and read the title together and, and point number one. Ready to go. And God's people, enjoying Christ as a peace offering. Let's have the, the brothers uh, read Leviticus 3, 1 and 2, and the sisters 6, 12, please. Ready? Go. And his offering is a sacrifice of peace offerings. If he presents it from the herd, whether male or female, he shall present it without blemish before Jehovah. And he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering and slaughter it at the entrance of the tent of the meeting. Sisters, go. So here, again, we see very clearly in this verses in chapter 3 that Christ is this peace offering. He is from the herd. He became a man, right? He's from the herd, but without blemish. There was no sin in Christ. So he was qualified to be this peace offering. Then I also really like the blood. The priest shall sprinkle the blood on and around the altar. This blood purifies our conscience and gives us the boldness to come to Christ, to enjoy Christ as a peace offering. And again, this matter of laying, their, uh, the priest will lay his hand on the offering. Remember in the burnt offering we saw this? It's really beautiful picture. It's amazing. So the priest will, will lay his hand on the offering, becoming one. One with the offering. And the word there is identification. So identification is even deeper than a, a mere union. It's a union where we become one, where, where, where he becomes us, we become him, like with grafting. You know the picture of, gra- of grafting, which we have in the Bible? It's amazing. You, 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 put a, you cut a, a branch, graft it in, a, in a, another tree, in, a, in a, another trunk, and, the, and they become one. The, the, the branch becomes a tree, the tree becomes a branch. So this is the kind of union we have with Christ today. In the Old Testament, they lay their hands on the offering and then take them away. But in the New Testament, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. This is the kind of oneness we have with him, organic union. So it's, it's, it's precious. Every morning, we just come to the Lord afresh. Lord, I'm one spirit with you. I, I apply you as this offering. So I'm one with you. And we become one with him. He becomes our peace. In, in Ephesians 2.14, it says, He himself is our peace. So as we apply him, and we're going to see more of this, there is a traffic. There is a fellowship, a, a dispensing of Christ as peace into us. 
And here in, in 6.12, again, the priest laid fire, uh, wood on the altar. Who remembers what, what represents the wood? Who's the wood? We are the wood. The, the offerings is Christ, right? And the fire that burned them what came from God. But the wood represents us. So we just need to come to the Lord every morning, present ourselves to Him as this wood, and take Him as our burnt offering, which is mentioned here again, and our peace offering. And if we do this every day, if we take the Lord as the absolute one, we are not absolute. The Lord is absolute for God. We are not. But if we take Him as our burnt offering, if we enjoy Him as our peace offering, then the fire will be there. Our love for the Lord, our absoluteness will be there. And our fellowship with God and with other believers. Um, so before we jump to point two, um, I wanted to mention that outside of Christ, we cannot find peace. The Lord said in um, John 16, 33, He said, I have spoken these words to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you know what you will find? Affliction. That verse says, in the world you will find affliction. But take courage. I have overcome the world. So praise the Lord, in Christ we have peace. Outside of Christ, we cannot find it. And everybody's looking for peace. You know, the United Nations and everybody, peace, peace. They're not going to find it outside of the Lord. But praise the Lord, we are in Christ. Amen. We can enjoy Him. Every, the more we enjoy Christ, the more peace we will have. And also that becomes, um, like, it cannot be like a measure, measurement. The, if we don't have peace, that's an uh, indication that we are not enjoying Christ that much. So I was really impressed by that. You know, how much am I enjoying Christ? How much peace do I have? But the good thing is that even if we, if we don't have peace, we're going to see, we can always turn to the Lord. Amen. Always turn to Him. The Lord said uh, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Come to me, those who toil and are burdened, and I will give you rest. So if we find ourselves restless, burdened, we just come to the Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord, I need you as my peace. Peace is in the Holy Spirit. You know, there is this verse in Romans 14, uh, 17 that says, um, The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So peace, where is peace? In the Holy Spirit. And who can remember a verse that tells us how to be in the Holy Spirit? 1 Corinthians 1, 2, 3. 12, 3, right? What does it say? Say, no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. How about we all say together, Jesus is Lord. Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. And one more time we say, Lord Jesus, I love you. Lord Jesus, I love you. So as we're calling on the name of the Lord, we're in the Spirit and we have peace. I remember one time I was, I think, in middle school or something. And my mom was cooking, and I was doing homework or something at the table. And then she was cooking, and she said, Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. And then I said, Well, what happened? <laughs> you know, I thought she burned herself, or she would cut herself sometimes. And then she's like, 
nothing. I just need the Lord Jesus so much. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I still remember to this day, it's been a long time. She was just applying the Lord as a peace offering by calling on Him, Amen. coming to Him. So praise the Lord. We can call on the name of the Lord. We can enjoy the Lord right now. Let's say again, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. And you know, this matter of enjoying the Lord is today. Yesterday, forget about it, it's gone. And tomorrow hasn't come yet. So we are people of today. We enjoy Christ today. Amen. Um, okay, let's go to Roman number, uh, point number two. Let's read it all together. Ready? Go. Amen. I really like this point. Christ is the peace between God and God's people for their co-enjoyment in fellowship. So we enjoy, but God the Father also enjoys. Uh, you know, the word fellowship, the, the original word, the Greek word means joint participation or common participation. So it's a communion. It's a, it's a partaking of the same thing. So in this fellowship, we're enjoying the Lord. If we all enjoy the Lord, the Father is happy, we are happy, we have fellowship with one another. This matter of fellowship is vertical with the Lord, but also horizontal with our brothers and sisters. So praise the Lord, we can enjoy Him, have fellowship with one another. And I was really impressed with Luke 15, this parable of the prodigal son. The main aspect of the fattened calf that we're going to see is the peace offering, Christ as a peace offering. Um, and actually, I, I ask help uh, from Hudson. If you can please come to the front. He's going to be my prodigal son. <laughs> and so most of you might be familiar with this story. So this, this man had two sons. The other son maybe is working some there. But this is the younger son. And he asked uh, the father for his part of the inheritance. He's like... I'm gone. Give me all the part of the inheritance that belongs to me. And this was a rich man, so that's like a lot of money. Okay? Hey, what did I do with that? Okay, here it is. All his part of the inheritance, okay? <laughs> okay. So, he, okay, he takes it. He leaves the father. Do you think he has peace? <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> okay, he's, he went, he spent his money dissolutely. All kinds of enjoyments. Even the word mentions harlots. He, he just squandered the money. He went to a faraway country. Do you think he had peace? He's wasting the money. He's trying to have enjoyment. He's getting far and farther away. Do you think he's at rest? Do you think he's at peace? For sure not. And you know what? The, pa the father also hasn't peace. I hadn't considered that other side. The father was not at peace. The father was missing him. You know, my son is gone. Who knows where he is? And so by the Lord's mercy, the son came, into, came to himself. So son, come to yourself. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he, he was even longing to eat the pig's food. 
he ran out of money. He was working, uh, feeding hogs, he, and he longed for the pig's food. He, he couldn't even have, have it, and nobody was helping him. So then he comes to himself and realizes, at my father's house, all his servants have abundance of bread. What am I doing here? And this is us, right? Sometimes we're just, just far away. Then we're, we're, we think we're enjoying, but we don't have peace. And then the Lord, what am I doing here? So that's, that's the time to come back. And, right. So he's preparing this, this uh, speech. And as soon as the father sees him from far away, he had been waiting. He runs. Okay. And kisses him and brings him. He clothes him with the best robe. He welcomes him. He puts the ring on, sandals, the best robe. And he asks, Kill the, the, the fat, the fattened calf, yeah. the best calf. Kill it because my son was dead and he lives. And we need to rejoice and be merry. Amen. And then they're eating at the table. They're receiving music. They're eating. They're enjoying. Do you think he has peace? Yes. Yes. For sure. Do you think the father has peace? Yes. The, praise the Lord. Amen. Christ is the fattened calf. Amen. And the main point with the fattened calf is peace, fellowship, mutual enjoyment, back with God's people. Amen. Isn't this wonderful? Yes. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> and you know, something that touched me about, always touches me about this matter of Luke 15 is that the, our right to come back to the fellowship. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Our, 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 um, it's not out of our, our merit that we can come to him. Sometimes the enemy is very good at attacking us. You know, you haven't been doing that well this week. You haven't been enjoying. Are you going to go to the meeting? Our, 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 our merit is in the blood. Amen. It's not our merit. It's the fattened calf was killed. So we have full right to come back. And the Father will receive us. And we will have fellowship. And we will be at home. Praise the Lord. Don't let the enemy trick you. You just come to your being. Apply the blood. And come to the meetings. Get with the brothers. Okay, let's read uh, letter B together. Ready, go. Here we see uh, the Apostle Paul learning a secret of how to enjoy Christ as a peace offering, regardless of the situation, a peace that surpasses any man's understanding. Um, and, you know, he wrote this epistle being in prison. He wrote Philippians being in jail. And he's telling the Philippians, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Can you believe? You would think that the ones outside of prison are writing him, right? <laughs> Paul, rejoice in the Lord. He is the one writing to them. Rejoice in the Lord. So he had learned the secret, right, to, to, to be at peace, to be enjoying the Lord in the midst of a hard situation. And when I was uh, reading this point, preparing, I remember 
one time it really impressed me. I was in Mexico City in a home uh, of some believers. And then uh, I was talking to the, the, the wife. The husband was not there. We, some brothers, we were there and she was there. And she was just sharing with us about her daughter. <laughs> her daughter. Uh, turns out a few years before that, uh, she was hanging out with friends, doing stuff. And, and they got into trouble and she got shot in the head. And then they call, call them, the parents, and imagine, imagine to receive that, the, the kind of news. So they, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the wife, the sister, was, was telling us this, and she's like, so my husband and I got in the car, and I was sobbing, I was crying. And she said, you know what my husband was doing? He was driving, and he was singing, How we love the glorious name, the name of Jesus. When I heard that, I was like, what? How, how can you, that, that's the peace that surpasses any man understanding. How can you understand that? So I was like, this brother had some deep transactions with the Lord. This brother really was enjoying the Lord as his peace in the midst of a situation like that. And the Lord had mercy. She, she survived. And even she almost recovered fully. She, she functions. She goes to the meetings. The daughter, Marisol. So praise the Lord that we can learn. We can learn the secret of enjoying Christ as our peace offering. Um, let's read together these verses. Why don't we do brothers 12, sisters 5, and, and then like that to the end. Ready? Go. I really enjoy these verses, getting into them. It's amazing what we can see here. You know, in verse 12, he said, I have learned the secret. And uh, these words, learn the secret, uh, it, it's, um, it's like uh, being initiated in a secret society. So he learned, it's like being instructed into a new secret society. So basically, Paul was learned the secret, was initiated in the secret society of Christ and his body. Amen. Right? We are in this society, and we're learning these secrets. And what do we do in this, in this body, in the body of Christ? We enjoy the Lord. We live Christ. We gain Christ. We magnify. We express Christ. Right? We have the church life. So we're learning how to experience him, how to live him, how to express him to others. And here this verse in 5, let your forbearance be known to all men. The Lord is near. He, this, is, this is how it looks like to magnify Christ, to express Christ. Let your forbearance. This word uh, I was reading, it's, um, it includes all, it, it, it can sum up or include all the Christian virtues. Forbearing, be forbearing is, means be love, loving, love, patient, uh, tender, gentle, compassionate, 
understanding with others, not, not being strict or, or legal, demanding from others. It's, it's just a life that is at peace with others. It's a life that is giving, understanding, um, you know, taking heed of if something will affect others. Sometimes we do things. We don't even realize we're so rough that, that others get affected. I've had this, this kind of experience where, you know, the brothers, sometimes we are a little, um, just like to joke and tease and, you know, be a little whatever. So with this brother, I, I just was, I thought I had the ground and we were okay. We were <laughs> cool, like you guys said, you know. <laughs> and then I realized we were not, he was like, one day he had to tell me, hey, Luis, you know, when you make these comments, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, no. So anyways, I realized I need more of Christ. I need more love, more, more forbearance. And the opposite of forbearance, of peace, also forbearance is a life of peace, is anxiety. And this matter of anxiety really, uh, you know, it, it, it hinders our, our living Christ and our expressing Christ. And anxiety always comes from Satan. Anxiety never comes from the Lord. There might be a, a hard situation. There might be some, some difficulty that the Lord allows. But he never assigns anxiety to us. Anxiety is not our portion. Our portion is Christ. And these verses tell us the, the, the way to turn the anxiety into forbearance. And this is amazing. Here it says, um, in nothing be anxious, but in everything, in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Let your request be made known to Him. Whatever it is, whatever need we have, whatever request we have from the Lord, maybe it's a, a problem at, back at home, somebody's sick, or maybe it's a problem in school, maybe an exam or a class we need to pass. Sometimes the enemy uses those things to come in with anxiety, right? But here we, 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 we learn. We just need to, Lord, I give this to you. Lord, you know the situation. Lord, thank you. Lord Jesus. We just need to practice speaking to him. Speak to the Lord about everything. Just come to him. Speak to him. And this, this matter of with thanksgiving, I also really, really, really enjoyed because um, I was listening to a message and the brother was saying that if we don't add the element of thanksgiving, giving thanks to him, it is possible to pray in a very anxious way and for anxiety not to go away. Even we could become even more anxious if we're praying in a very anxious way. Lord, oh, please, please, please. But it's like, but this, this matter of with thanksgiving is, is very wise is the Lord telling us, you just need to be at peace, be thankful. So we, we can be, Lord, thank you. Thank you, you're with me. Thank you, you're with us. Thank you for this family. Thank you for this brother. Be with him, Lord. And yes, I pray for his healing. I pray for this, but thank you, Lord. And so anxiety is kept, kept outside. Anxiety has no way to come in. So we can turn our anxiety into forbearance by making motion toward God. This, this word, to God, let your request be made known to God, 
in Greek, the, the preposition to is pros, and it, it means in the presence, but it has a sense of making motion toward God, yeah. to God. So we make motion. We, we just call on his name, Lord Jesus, I need you, Lord Jesus, I bring this to you, Lord Jesus. So our anxiety is here. We make motion to God, and you know how the Lord responds? Exactly. Peace, forbearance, and pretty much just dispensing himself. Dispensing. And that's, that's uh, let's all read again together seven. And the peace of God, which surpasses every man's understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. So the peace of God will guard our hearts. And, and here guard is like a, like a patrol, like making sure we're at peace, we're calm, we're tran tranquil. So praise the Lord, we can turn. Turn to Him. Turn all of our anxiety into expressing Christ. Let your forbearance be made known. It's synonym with let your Christ be made known. Just expressing the Lord, expressing Christ. Um, okay. Amen. That's exactly. That's right. Being thankful. Coming to Him. Okay, let's read together number three. The church life as a house of feasting. Amen. You know, I really like this. This, this is the issue. If we have a life... A life that lives Christ, that expresses Him, a life of forbearance. The result is a sweet church life. And here we have a very beautiful picture in John 12. So this is in Bethany, right? Uh, Bethany means house of affliction. So in the church life, outwardly, maybe, you know, first time we get in touch with the believers in the church life, it looks outwardly like a situation that is poor or afflicted. But once you are inside... There is, the Lord is there. You have the fellowship. You have a sweet fellowship, sweet harmony among believers. You have here, um, you have Martha, Lazarus, and Mary. Actually, I might need, I might need some, why don't you, four brothers, help me here with that little picture. So we have um, the Lord Jesus, for sure. He was there. And then here on the table, maybe it can be. Then we have uh, Martha, we have Lazarus, and we have Mary. <laughs> okay, and so it's just a sweet picture. They're enjoying, the Lord Jesus is there. Martha is serving, you know, the food. She's serving diligently, very sweet. Mary's loving the Lord, pouring on the Lord. Where's Mary? You. Pouring on the Lord, the ointment. Just pour on him the ointment. And Lazarus is just there doing nothing. <laughs> no, he's actually, he's actually doing one of the most important things, testifying of the Lord's resurrection. It was amazing. Everybody believed just by looking at him. All the Jews, everybody came just to look at Lazarus, and they believed in Jesus. So do we see this, this peaceful situation in this home, enjoying the Lord? This is the meal, the peace offering in the New Testament. A joyful church life, full of satisfaction, full of rest, full of enjoyment. Thank you, brothers.
And you know, this uh, reminds me of the home meetings. In the home meetings, you always have everything there. You have the enjoyment, you have singing, you have praying, you have, the, you know, cooking, serving, just, just such, such a beautiful atmosphere. This last Monday, I remember some, somebody was setting the table in our home meeting. Somebody was setting the table back there in the kitchen cooking. Then a couple of brothers just playing the guitar, singing in the living room. And I, I remember just sitting in that couch. I was pretty tired. And I just started enjoying the singing to the Lord. Such a, such a loving the Lord, singing to Him. That, that's, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Praise the Lord for the church life. And finally, if we enjoy Christ this way in our Christian life as our peace and in our church life, let's read all together uh, point four. Our enjoyment of Christ as our peace offering consummates in the new Jerusalem. Amen. And uh, the verse here, everybody together, Roman, Revelation 21, 2, go. And so the word Jerusalem means the foundation of peace. So the result of all this enjoyment of Christ as our peace is we will for eternity enjoy the Lord, the triune God, as our peace offering. So let's just be encouraged to continue experiencing the Lord, taking Him, turning our anxiety into forbearance, calling upon His name, enjoying Him every day. Amen. So... Uh, what we're going to do right now is we are going to, with our neighbor, we can pair up two or three at the most, just uh, de- read, declare, pray over three verses here, Philippians 4, 5, 6, and 7. So we just declare the verses, you can pray, chew on some of these words, and, and practice speaking to them, and after we're done, we will open up the floor and you can either share, overflow something that you enjoyed, or declare these three verses. Very good verses to have in us. Okay, let's do that. Amen.